Welcome into another edition inside the dugout, ESPN Radio Missoula, also on GoPaddleheads.com. This week's edition, we're visiting with, I guess you could call him, an OG paddlehead from the 2021 Pioneer League Championship squad in his third year here in Missoula out of UC Santa Barbara. Shortstop McLean O'Connor is visiting with us. McLean, thanks for spending a few minutes. How you doing on this warm Saturday evening getting ready for this game against the Raptors? Uh, thanks for having me, Jeff. I'm doing good. We just had to sit here and cool down for about five minutes because I was <laughs> sweating like crazy, but I feel good. Um, BP was good. I'm ready for the game. Now, year three here at Missoula, you've been around a couple of seasons. You made your pro debut, actually, against these same Ogden Raptors a few years ago. What's the vibe like in the clubhouse this year compared to the last couple of seasons? The vibe's been pretty much the same since I got here. Uh, we got a, there's a core group of guys that sets like the culture standards in the clubhouse, and we've had those guys since year one. So um, we try and keep culture is very important for I know Schlacht and us, and I I know I've been on winning teams, and um, on winning teams it takes a good culture. So the vibes are about the same. We have that core group that keeps the culture going good, and. Uh, yeah, the season's going well so far. Now you come to Missoula, a little bit of an interesting story. A lot of folks come to Montana looking at the mountains and wilderness and all this crazy stuff, and they're a bit intimidated. You not so much, being a guy that grew up in rural Nevada, doing a lot of hunting, fishing, all those sorts of things growing up. So how has that been kind of tying that together, you playing in Montana? Yeah, so I grew up in a small town. Um, it's called Pioch, Nevada. I think Missoula's like 3,000 feet elevation, right? Yeah, 3,500, something yeah. like that, yeah. So my hometown was like 6,000 feet um, elevation, but very different. Um, it was the desert, so the high desert, I guess you call it. So the scenery, much different, but as far as like the elevation and the mountains, like I've ran around the mountains growing up my whole childhood and still when I go home we go hunting and run around in the mountains so I mean the mountains are normal to me um it's a lot prettier out here definitely the the scenes are much better oh absolutely a lot more water a lot greener yeah I remember when I actually initially moved to Montana inside the dugout here on ESPN radio visiting with McLean O'Connor and when I initially moved out to Montana drove out from California. We went right through Nevada. We stopped overnight in Winnemucca, Nevada. Funky little town out there, casinos, restaurants, and bars. Still one of the best steak dinners I've ever had at this Basque restaurant there. Amazing. So always remember that and just seeing all the wild terrain. So I do know to a degree what you're talking about. While you're out there in Pioche, though, you not just were hunting and fishing, you also were quite the athlete in high school as well. At the high school level as football player, also baseball. You were All-State Player of the Year in Nevada in high school. Also, were a great football player. So how were athletics always a big part of your life? Grow up in a small town, um, you really look forward to playing under the Friday Night Lights, uh, specifically like football and basketball because that's where like uh, the, the crowds are. Not many people would go to our baseball games. But, yeah, as a kid, that's all you look forward to. So – during when I was old enough, when I got to high school, during football season, I'd play football, and then it would be basketball season, I'd play basketball, and then 
baseball would come around and I played baseball. And so I did that all throughout high school and yeah, it was fun. Uh, football is probably actually my favorite sport. That was, I had the most fun playing football. It's interesting. A few weeks ago on Inside the Dugout, we visited with Jake Gunther, first baseman, first year with Missoula. And he talked about in high school, he was a lot of the times focused on basketball, but then realized after a time like, hey, maybe this baseball thing really would potentially work out for me. Did you have a moment in high school where you kind of thought that baseball might be an avenue or is that something you discovered in your run through JUCO? Uh, yeah, it was high school. Um, I was just small, you know. I, I'm not the biggest guy, but I'm still – if I were to go play football right now, I'd be one of the smaller dudes on the team. Right. I graduated high school at like 5'10", 155 or 160 pounds, so I was pretty small. So it was kind of the obvious choice to play baseball. Now, from Nevada, you went out to Susanville, California, played some – juco baseball before you then transferred to the division one level talking and thinking about what jake gunther said about juco ball a few weeks ago how was your junior college experience a positive building you up to where you were able to go at the d1 level well out of high school i was very inexperienced um like i said i only played baseball i i played like one summer in vegas and then i would play random tournaments but uh, most of the key, mo- like D1 baseball players mostly play baseball year round, especially in like California. Yeah, so I was very inexperienced in baseball coming out of high school, and even when I got to Santa Barbara, I was still inexperienced as a baseball player. Um, and it took like it took a year at JUCO and a year at Santa Barbara to f- feel like okay, I I can actually play with these guys, you know. And it was just experience and being com- more comfortable and growing up, I guess. Visiting with infielder for the Missoula Paddleheads, McLean O'Connor, here on Inside the Dugout. Segment brought to you by Northwest Motorsport. Give them a call today or visit their website, nwmsrocks.com slash upgrademontana to see some of the best trucks in all of the Pacific Northwest. And obviously, you being a guy grew up in rural Nevada, playing juco ball, somewhat in a mountainous area out there in Susanville. A little bit of a change, I would say, going to State Street, just a little bit out there in Santa Barbara. But was that experience going to SoCal, experience in the beach, fish tacos, all that great stuff they got out there, was that part of your kind of growing experience for you, experiencing something new, a new culture, a new vibe, so to speak? Uh, definitely. Um, yeah, when I got there, I, like I said, inexperienced, inexperienced in baseball, um, inexperienced socially. Yeah, I did a lot of growing up in, uh, Santa Barbara and had a lot of fun too. I mean, on the beach, uh, playing baseball, sunny every day. Yeah, I'm sure it was real rough, you know, experiencing 75 degrees in the middle of December. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it was a blessing to go there. I, I, uh, it kind of made me who I am today, which is pretty cool. It was fun. I had, a, I had yeah. a good time. Yeah, I can relate to that, surely. I mean, I grew up in a small town, Northern California, about eight, ten thousand 10,000 folks, and kind of grew up in sheltered little bubble out there in the wine country. And when I went to the University of Oregon, it all just kind of came together for me, met some lifelong friends, and 
was able to have some great experiences. Sound like you had a similar experience out there at UC Santa Barbara. You were also able to play around some really talented guys, guys that have suited up here with the Paddleheads or even affiliated ball. Looking at Andrew Martinez, your infielder with the team this year, or going back to 2021, Clay Fisher, another fantastic player. Was it good for you to be around those types of players that went on to have affiliated baseball pedigree? Uh, yeah, so in 2019, I got there at 18, and we we didn't have a good year, and I didn't play much. And then in 19, um, we got some new coaches, and we kind of turned it around. But, uh, yeah, we went to a regional, and we had 11 guys drafted off that team in 2019. Wow. So. Yeah, be, being around good players just makes you better, just like anything in life. Being around, if you're around rich people all the time, you're probably going to be rich one day, you know. And if you're around good baseball players, you either have to become a good baseball player or you won't be around long. Visiting with McLean O'Connor, Missoula Paddleheads, inside the dugout. Segment brought to you by Northwest Motorsports, NWMSRocks.com. We'll take a break right now. Come back with more with McLean after this. Inside the dugout, ESPN Radio Missoula. Thanks for tuning in with us along with McLean O'Connor talking about his college days, also back to high school, how he grew up in Pioche, Nevada. Now, after college, you had to deal with the pandemic, everything else. Then comes 2021. When did you get the call to potentially join the Pioneer League, and when did that start to become a possibility? So my senior year of college, I uh, injured my hamstring pretty bad, um, and I didn't play most of the season. Um, I was looking forward to the draft, but I knew I probably wasn't going to get drafted because I just didn't play and I was injured, and nobody wants someone who didn't play and has an injured hamstring on their team. So... I was just talking to my coach at Santa Barbara, and I'm like, hey, I want to keep playing. Like, I I feel like I got more in the tank, you know. Um, COVID happened, and then I was injured. Um, so I just wanted to play, and he was like, okay, uh, let me make some calls. This is like a week after school ended for us. It was like early. So this is late May. Middle of June. Okay. Middle of June. Yep. Um, so... He's like, hey, you want to go to Mont or, uh, Idaho to Boise and play for the Boise Hawks? They're in, like, this indie ball league up there. And I was like, yeah, sure. And he's like, all right, well, here's the coach's number. So they flew me out. I had to get a physical with their – so I'm in Boise, going to play for the Hawks. I had to get a physical. I got my physical. I get a call from the coach while I'm in the basement of some so lady's this is, house. this is – Gary Van Toll, you're talking about yes. their manager. Okay. Yes. So he calls me. He's like, hey, I just talked to the doctor, and he's not going to clear you because your hamstring. And I was like, well, my hamstring's fine. Like, I just played the last three weeks of my college season. Like, I did mess it up, but it's fine now. And uh, he's like, yeah, well, we, we can't take you. We're not going to sign you. Wow. So I'm sitting in the basement of this lady's house, and I get a call from Schlacht. <laughs> And he's like, hey, we need a shortstop right now, and we hear you're in Boise. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, our shortstop got hurt. If you want to come play for, like, two weeks, um, we'll sign you, and then when our shortstop gets healthy, then we'll just release you. And I was like, okay, whatever, yeah. So I flew from Boise to Ogden, 
And then after two weeks, they called me in the Bobby and Schlatt called me in the office, and they were like, "Hey, uh, we don't want to let you go. I think you should stay on the team." And I was like, "All right, sweet." And so I've been here ever since. Wow, that's interesting how the universe can work, especially thinking about who the Paddleheads took down that year in the Pioneer League Championship, Memorial Stadium, a game I'm sure you remember vividly. Had a big home run in that championship clinching game three for the Paddleheads, but it all just kind of seemingly came full circle for you. Got to wonder what might have been if that physical didn't go that way. But you referred to Bobby and Schlack. It was a special season, that 2021 club, your first year of pro ball. What was it like celebrating a championship after being a professional for only 60-plus games or whatever it ended up being? I think it was 67 games your first year. I mean, I like to win, so it doesn't matter if it's a championship or a pool game or a cornhole or uh, poker. It all, I mean, a championship is feels better because you work an entire year for it. But if I won a state championship and it felt the same, you know, any championship feels the same no matter what level you're at, just from the hard work and the time and dedication that it takes. But, yeah, winning is fun. Now, you were around a group of interesting characters with that team, looking at X Osprey, the MVP from that season, Zach Allman. Dean Navarez, a real soft-spoken guy, Dean Navarez. Of yeah. course, if you know Dino, you might still be able to hear him yelling around echoes from the loudness he was able to provide. But also hitting coach Bobby Brown, I thought was a real interesting guy to be around, a lifelong baseball man, was a manager for the majority of his coaching career and is again now in the American Association. What was it like in your first year to be around a guy like Bobby, who had played at the University of Oklahoma and been around the block of pro baseball seemingly everywhere. Uh, Bobby's awesome. Bobby uh, helped me a lot, actually, at the plate. Um, and he knew how to get me going mentally. He would, uh, he would challenge me mentally. He would say things. I don't know if they were specifically to make me mad and get me to play better, but uh, he, yeah, he, he definitely cared. And... Uh, I actually talked to him last night. There you go. So Bobby Brown keeping that paddlehead connection alive. I know a number of ex-paddleheads have gone up north to north of the border to go play for him up there in the Frontier League. He said American Association, the Frontier League. That's where he's coaching in Ottawa. He was previously in the American with the Lincoln Salt Dogs before coming to Missoula for the 2021 season. But it's cool to see guys like Chris Barisa is still up there. I know Luke Navigato was up there last year. But still, it's cool to see that you guys are keeping in contact. And when you're part of a championship team, I'm sure that keeps a level of connection there. Yep, now, definitely. looking at this team, you mentioned a number of guys, obviously looking at players like Cam Thompson, now coach Brandon Riley, Jason Newman, all guys that have been around the last couple of years. Uh, has that been able to keep that culture going that you referred to at the start of this conversation? Uh, yeah, that's uh, those are the main pieces right there. You just named them. So, Since you've been able to hang out with these guys the last couple of years, you may be able to have a few stories, that's for sure. Cam Thompson is one of the biggest characters I could think of with his crazy sense of humor. 
Now, I have one story in particular from a couple of years ago I want to touch on, but is there a, a wacky sequence that's happened on the road that sticks out in your mind? Uh, what do you mean by wacky? Just like a fun story, something that happens that's not really seen, so to speak. I mean, obviously, there's certain things that will, what happens on the road stays on the road. We'll just put it that way. But is there anything fun that maybe happened that would be funny to bring up? I don't really like talk, talking too much about what goes on in the clubhouse, but we have, we have no matter where we're at, we have fun. We're always laughing, joking around, and, yeah, what happens in the clubhouse stays in the clubhouse. There we go. I was going to bring up one small thing about you potentially driving a charter bus at one point. <laughs> is, is it infielder? I know you were doing some work welding in the off season. And charter bus driver, is that true? Is that also on your resume? Yeah, I can't remember where we were. It was in 21. <laughs> it was with uh, me and the bus driver had a pretty good relationship. He Joe. An old guy named Joe. One day I walked on the bus, and I didn't even know him yet, and I was just like, what's up, old man? <laughs> and ever since then, we were like best friends. Uh, he would he would harp on me for having bad games, and I would – I would just tell him that he's old and he better watch his mouth. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, we were at the gym one day and I was like, we were in the parking lot and I was like, Jeff or Joe? Joe. Joe. I was like, Joe, why don't you just let me drive this bus around the parking lot? And he did. So we did a few laps in the parking <laughs> lot and it was fun. Driving buses and hitting dingers. You got to love it. McLean O'Connor with us here on Inside the Dugout. We'll get you one more question and get you out of here. As we record this, we're coming to the end of the first half of the Pioneer League season. Still seven games left of the first half. Recording this on a Saturday ahead of series finale opposite the Ogden Raptors. And you find yourself in a similar spot where you've had the last couple of seasons going after that first half pennant in the Northern Division. But where is this team different and that where it's been on its journey compared to the last two seasons? I think the last two seasons we kind of were catching our stride uh, going into the end of the first half where we were we were healthy and in a good spot, you know, and everything was just clicking. And I think these last uh, couple weeks have been rough for us. We've had injuries. We've had guys get picked up. And we're, we're banged up. We're tired. And it's coming down to the wire. Uh I think that's the the most difference from the last couple of years is we're just banged up and we're tired and we're we're moving guys around and it we're just scratching and clawing for a W. Scratching and clawing for a win are these Missoula Paddleheads trying to get themselves to the third consecutive Northern Division first half pennant. Thanks for coming on with us, McLean O'Connor. Segment brought to you by Northwest Motorsport and WMSRocks.com slash Upgrade Montana. Inside the dugout, McLean, thanks for coming on. Thanks, Jeff. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me on.